0: This is a new episode of Empathy Always Wins. Malaikum, my name is Ali Salama, and I'm really excited to be bringing another episode into this podcast to sort of talk about how different people excel in different ways. You do not need to look, be, or act like someone else as a leader and as a powerful leader. Um, A big part of this show is to immerse in different conversations and learn from different people how their stories have come about. Because in essence, being the best leader as a youth or as a mature individual means that you can learn from different people and you can apply different skill sets in different areas in your life. And when we come to speak about empathy and mental health and leadership, the only thing that binds a very successful leader to achieve great results is understanding others, but more importantly, understanding yourself. So a large part or a large portion of this show is to really better, gain a better understanding of yourself. Um, I never said this before, but. I really salute everybody for taking the time to listen to Empathy Always Wins, and it's not just because of, you know, this is a show and there's effort being put into it and all that. No, I really salute you for investing in yourself. A question I always ask myself before putting out any episode, does this episode really benefit the end listener? So if I'm listening to an episode, will this be a bunch of gibberish or will this be useful and value driven for someone to listen to it? You and I are no different in the sense that we all consume things. But when I spend time, I really want to make sure that I'm spending the right time either with the right people or making the right, you know, type of food for my body or making you know, meaningful things in this world. So before anything happens, so before I do anything, I ask myself, is this gonna help someone who wants to be a better leader and someone who is young or is young in spirit and wants to leverage the time that they have to make a better world happen? Whether it is a father, whether it is is a mother, whether it is a son or whether it is just someone who just wants to learn how to be better as someone who feels deeply and would like to utilize this emotional intelligence within themselves to really become um, a much more impactful person in their lives. So I never really said that before, but thank you so much for taking the time and listening to this show, because while you may believe it or not, not everybody that I have a conversation with and I record with, I get to put on this episode or I get to put on this show because sometimes I don't like the conversations we have. You know, many people are very promotional and simply they don't add the value that I feel you deserve. So once again, thank you for taking your time and I cannot wait to dive into this episode. Today, we have quite a special individual joining us. I met them. Actually, I met him at a podcasting conference and he goes by the name of Jeremy Siegel. Jeremy actually has a quite a remarkable journey. He's tested many markets before and in my point of view, he is a serial entrepreneur. Um, he tested the market by importing the first previously illegal Nissan Skyline GTR into the USA and you know since then he's imported 300 of them from Japan and has grown his business to over 200,000 followers. He also hosts a great thought leadership and influencer meetup every week via Zoom. He's one person that I can consider an introvert but creates great results. So if you're someone who likes to stay a little bit quiet in the background while things are happening, but still love self-development and love improving yourself, this episode is for you. And this, if you're not an introvert, this episode is still for you because you will be dealing with introverts in your life and quiet people in your life. Not everyone's going to be as loud as this guy called Ali uh, who's offering this show, but becoming a very effective person um, a very impact driven person requires you to understand people of all sorts of backgrounds and of all sorts of personalities so with that being said this is jeremy exclusively on empathy always wins Jeremy thank you so much for joining me uh today on empathy always wins uh it's 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 kind it's kind of funny because i think that you know when we met i didn't really know we were gonna get you know, closer to each other and know each other on a, on a much deeper level. I think we met at a Starbucks at like Orlando, I think. Uh, Right. We did. Right.
1: Yeah. And then shortly after we found out we're going to be meeting again in like a week in an intimate setting. Yeah. It was a crazy encounter. Yeah.
0: So I, I just, I just want to take us, you know, back to that to, to that to that setting because i think that mastermind you know we were just talking right now and it truly uh, helped a lot in, in in our personal development but 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 you do have an incredible story and and i don't want to take much from that so can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and, and your mission and and before we sort of jump into to the meat tea yeah score of, of our show
1: Yeah. So I'll tell you my current mission because, you know, the mission changes throughout life. Uh, But right now uh, I'm very big into self-development, overcoming barriers to sharing bigger um, and helping other people do that uh, by sharing my journey, as well as uh, extracting stories from people that have been there, done that, and then sharing those journeys and then having community all around that so that people can encourage each other and lift each other up. Uh, so it's all about uh getting your voice out there and then growing influence and and going uh, sharing in bigger ways
0: yeah and and if you mind me asking you like what what was the like uh what was the root core behind you shifting towards that mission because i i know you 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 know you have a great track record in in the corporate world, right? You 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 you've achieved in an accomplishment whereby you were an intern CFO and you were leading a company of 130 people and you you literally saved them millions of, of dollars. Like you you know your your stuff. How 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 hard was it to to sort of shift gears and and, and like if you can walk me through that experience how how you decided to take another route uh, as an entrepreneur, and 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 make that mission a little bit more meaningful to you. Did that was that scary in any way? Because a lot of, I mean, yeah. If you were to ask me, I think that 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 would be a little bit of a of a of, of a wild experience.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, like, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur from a young age, and uh, I always wanted to be a CFO of a company from a young age too, because I felt like a CFO had the knowledge and skill set necessary to be a good entrepreneur. Uh, so. I was very laser focused on that. Like, I became a CFO of a, a you know 130 employee company with direct reports when I was 25 years old. So I was a, a young you know person in the C-suite wow. at this company, um, and, and making big decisions. We did change management. I had to I had to fire my boss while I was there, and there's just like crazy stuff that happened. Wow. Um, and then from there, you know, prior to that, I had started and bought and sold stuff. I mean, as far back as I can remember, I mean, in middle school, I was. Uh, taking pictures of stuff up on the shelves of Walmart. And then when they sold on eBay, I would have my parents drive me to Walmart so I could buy what I sold. It's like early day drop shipping. Wow! Um, so like I've always had an entrepreneur mindset and been driven specifically to be a CFO and entrepreneur. So when I was a, a CFO at age 25, I uh, I then gave myself permission to be an entrepreneur. Like I finally was able to be like, okay, now I can go all in. You know, I've had a lot of stuff before, but never went all in with it. Uh, So over a two year period, I started a business, built it up, you know, got the financials clean from the beginning. And then exactly two years later, I put it up for sale and within 30 days, I sold it. So I went through the entire process of starting, building and selling a business. Uh, This is before I was age 30 at the time. Uh, And then now, uh, you know, I I started another business after that and kept going down that path, but I sort of got lost for a while because Mm. I was so laser focused and so driven to be a CFO and to be an entrepreneur that once I achieved it, I was like, you know, I'm not like super rich right now. Like I'm not like a multi multi-millionaire or anything like that. Like I still have to do work, but I know that I can be an entrepreneur safely and reliably for the rest of my life, just because I have confidence in my capability from what I've just seen and experienced. So I was lost for a while and didn't have, I struggled with purpose and things like that. Mm. Um, and and then uh, going to the, the sharing journeys of, Um, that goes back a while too. When I first met my wife, which I know you want to talk about later uh, at the time, girlfriend. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it was like eight years ago. Uh, her first gift to me was a check to join Toastmasters. If that gives you any indication of how I was as a communicator. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and then it it took me over uh, four years to cash that check. So I actually held that check until I was like actually going to join Toastmasters and I kept it for four years. And then, uh, you know, there's a couple catalysts that happened, and I'll, I'll tell you that. Um, but then I finally joined Toastmasters. Um, one thing that really sort of pushed me over the edge a little bit, because this whole time I'm 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 pretty introverted as a communicator, uh, but I'm extroverted energy wise, so I can be around people and not get drained. But uh, like, I'm not going to interject and or stand up. And I was very uncomfortable in front of audiences. I was at a startup weekend. It's like a weekend event for for entrepreneurs just to like have fun. And at the end of the event, like, you know, everyone's in a room, big cafeteria. And I like raised my hand to ask a question. And I realized like, I got all sweaty. I was very, I was stuttering. Like I was nervous. And it's like, at this time, I had already sold a business. Like I was already a successful entrepreneur. Why am I nervous in this situation? Like this is my, if there's anybody not to be nervous by, it's like this community. So that was a little bit of a wake up call for me. Um, so from there I was like, okay, like I need to self-develop. So it's a little bit later that I actually cashed a check to join Toastmasters. And at the same time as joining Toastmasters, I joined uh, two mastermind groups. Uh and as the combination of those two that helped me get a little more comfortable speaking in front of groups uh, you know, that are larger, more than like a couple of people, mm-hmm. as well as uh in the mastermind groups, I was able to help other entrepreneurs take like leaps and mindsets just very quickly from just giving them some feedback or some thoughts uh, from my perspective so I, I started saying that my voice mattered more and i started getting more comfortable sharing mm-hmm. uh, so that's sort of the catalyst that that set me on
0: that path how like you touched on masterminds here and i think that you know many people i think masterminds could be big in 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 in, in north america but certainly in, in the middle east and in other parts other parts of the world they're not that big you know we won't, I mean, masterminds are, are communities that are very, very, very small that, I mean, we're talking about five to 10, maybe 20 people, but they, they come together, but what, what's one thing, or what, what are the benefits of masterminds? Cause I know why influence, which, which is what we're, we're, we're about to talk about, uh, which is your podcast and your community, which could potentially, you know, have its own mastermind. Let's talk about masterminds for a second. How ha how beneficial can they be for your average for your average person that wants to self develop have you been finding yeah. that people do find uh, benefits and if they do what types of benefits have uh, have have been mostly yeah. beneficial for for those people
1: so so for me i was into masterminds and one mastermind will be completely different than the next. So a lot of them can be free. A lot of them can be ridiculously expensive. Like, you know, even Tony Robbins <laughs> has masterminds and I have a friend that has been to that and, you know, it it varies greatly. So both the ones I go to were free. Uh, one was like a public small one at like a startup uh, incubator space. And then another one was like a, a, mark, a bunch of online marketers is invite only is very like secretive, but it's free too. But you had to like somehow... Find your way to stumble into it. Mm. Um, so for the smaller one that was at like the startup incubator place, for me, like as a, as I was like trying to learn the value of my voice, what I got from that one was more of my giving. Like I would go there and just give like everything away and just like help people, and that's like what I got out of that community It's just the fact that me giving helped me grow in that one. And then the other one. Um, it was, had some of that component, but also a lot of people in there were very smart and, uh, very, very good at online marketing and different aspects. So I would actually learn a lot there. And, I, you know, I got the opportunity to present there twice to the group where I actually put together a PowerPoint and present in front of a group. So that was the first time speaking outside of my Toastmasters group. Uh, so it gave me an opportunity to speak in front of a group. Um, but yeah, th- that's from a self-development standpoint, um, you know, it helped me with giving at one to grow. Another one is probably more receiving um, and it depends on what you're trying to grow in. But mm. uh, masterminds are great because you can share your successes, especially if you're consistent. You can like share the success that you've had, share the struggles that you're having, ask the group like, well, how can I overcome this barrier? This is what I'm struggling with or this is the goal I'm trying to aim for. Do you have any recommendations or ideas? It's sort of just, it's called a mastermind because it's when a bunch of people bring their minds together.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I just want to, and we met at a mastermind. It's, it's important to remember, yeah. that like our our connection was from uh, Pablo Gonzalez, and I really, 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 really learned a lot from that from that um, from that event or or those couple of days. Um, but my, but one thing I want to talk to you about today as well is uh, like, how how can we use social media as a tool for you know a great catalyst for change? Because I know that you know a lot of. A lot of your work revolves around, um, you know, talking to people that have a big influence on using social media, and and how have you used social media to develop, uh, you know, your brand, your 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 why influence community, and and how can how how can people listening to us right now, having a purpose or or considering themselves as change makers, make use of that.
1: Yeah, uh, it's, I mean, it's a it's a great tool. Uh, you think about how many people there are on the planet and, you know, and how many niches there can be. I mean, I've, I've now met people in such small niches that still can find large communities because those communities can be scattered all over the place. Uh, but like for me, like I use social media a lot for my business. So like the one that I built up and sold, like I built a brand around it, which has value, right? Uh, one of my other businesses I have now is a car dealership, and I've grown over 200,000 followers there. Uh, but anytime I was in a picture or video, it edit myself out. So I was very much intentionally behind the scenes, but I had the experience of growing and building an audience. Uh, so it was more recently that I've uh, about the past two years I've been personally sharing online and putting myself out there to build a personal presence and personal brand. That's um,
0: different, eh? That that feels yeah. a
1: lot different. Very different, yeah.
0: Than behind them being behind the camera, it takes a. Like, how, how how different is it?
1: Uh, very different. I've had to go, overcome a lot of barriers, and I was very uncomfortable starting. Like when I, my entry point was the podcast because I I that was like the biggest share that I could do comfortably, and it was an audio only format, so no video. Uh, I could do post editing, so in my early episodes, I literally just. Asked a question, got to an answer. Asked a question, got to an answer. And then in post-editing in the first three episodes, I literally re-recorded myself asking each of those questions and inserted it in. Oh so, I could be more, so I could be more <laughs> oh confident and concise. <laughs> oh my God. So like, that's how comfortable I was when I started. And the artwork was a, a drawing of me. It wasn't even a picture of me because I didn't really feel comfortable just putting a picture out. It was like a drawing of myself. Um, so that was like the, the beginning of the podcast there and before starting the podcast, my last time sharing online was on my Facebook page, which I don't have, you know, a big community there, it's just my personal friends. And it was seven months prior to that. And it had one comment. And that one comment was, dang, you're still on Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was literally like cold turkey, like never share. People like I haven't heard from Jeremy in years, and then boom, there's a podcast like wow. up and live. So very cold turkey. Jump in.
0: Did that help you? Did that? Did that? Was was that like? Was that like a a, a firm commitment that you made to yourself, even as a as as a mature adult? Like, did did, that, did you feel that that was that that, that almost was a, a, a no 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 point in return? Uh,
1: yeah. Because I'm like an immersive person and a very self development relate uh, focused, and I shifted my focus in this direction, you know, that's like now where the direction was that I'm going. And I always struggled with why people shared. Like, I never shared online. Like I created a community for my businesses, um, but personally I never shared and I was never in my businesses sharing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's why I started my podcast called Why Influence. I literally would ask influencers why they're sharing, like why they're still sharing. (laughs) How they overcame the barriers to share? Like, you know, what kind of struggles did they go through? Like how they give themselves permission? Like all these questions are things that like I struggled with that Mm -hmm. uh, like I had a hard time starting and I felt like there's a lot of other people out there that had a hard time too. So who better to learn than the experts that have been through the hard times that have done it. Um, You know, if if you, you know, or have been sharing for long enough, you've been through the struggles of how hard it is to continue sharing
0: for that long. and, you and think then you're building better. community around that. And you think it gets easier, but it doesn't. You have to get better. And if you don't self develop during all these time, all, all the times that you are continuously sharing, if you don't, if you're not on your self development game, you can actually fall, and you can, you know, you you can you can you you can lose that 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 touch that you that Midas touch that you might have.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I'm still pushing myself. Uh, I mean, I've you know, started doing solo content. I started uh, YouTube videos. I'm live streaming all my interviews. Uh, I started a community where I have to like facilitate people. And actually today was the biggest turnout of my community so far. We had, uh, 47 people, uh, to tune into the meetup and it's a weekly meetup. We meet up every week and to think like 47 people showed up and I'm like, Hey guys, you know, welcome to the meetup and this is how it's run. (laughs) And like, facilitating that like I would have never been comfortable like doing that before
0: the podcast for sure do you feel like what what, if if someone out there is is hearing us right now and they've always wanted to start something um you know what's of course you know taking the decision to start is is definitely the the first piece of advice but like what's one thing you would uh, you know encourage them to do before they start or when they start which can which can ease in their lives, uh, starting whatever that is for them.
1: Yeah. Um, well, my podcast is called Why Influence for a reason, and I, I when <laughs> I ask these kind of questions to my guests who you know are big influencers, oftentimes the why comes out. So, I would definitely suggest to figure out your why, and the why can evolve over time, but figure out the strongest why that you have right now, because, I mean, the hardest part is starting, and if you have a powerful enough why you'll overcome the barriers that get in your way to start. Mm. And then the next hardest part is to continue. So if you have a a powerful enough why, then you can overcome the barriers that come with having to put in the work to continue sharing. So I think that, but uh, in my opinion, the the biggest thing is you need to start with the why. Uh, You know, you gotta figure out why you wanna start your podcast or why you wanna start a YouTube channel or why you wanna write a book or start a blog. Um, You know, Just put some thought into that why before you start.
0: I mean you've definitely interviewed again you you've interviewed many of you spoken you have quite some you know influential people in your network um would you what's one trend that that, that they all sort of have in their wise is it is it is it more purpose driven is it more like what what have you found in the strongest people that you've known in terms of leaders
1: yeah i mean it can vary but a, a common one is Maybe something that they've struggled with that they want to overcome, or it could be something that they wish they knew. So they had gone through over the, you know, the struggles that it took to get to where they are. And then they're like, well, I want, I don't want other people to have to struggle so hard. Like make all the mistakes I made. And then they do something on that. Mm -hmm. Um, Or they want uh, to grow in that space. So maybe they don't, They they, they're passionate about it, but maybe not the most experienced and, you you know, iteration and learning and learning from the experts, uh, you know, so then uh, maybe it's passionate on the topic, but maybe not as educated, you know, because the passion is is what's most important, because if, if you're educated on something, but you're not passionate about it, you'll probably die off and you won't stick with it. So even if you don't know anything about it, but you're passionate about it, you know, that's a better starting point, in
0: my opinion. 100%. I mean, that's exactly what, you know, I'm doing with mental health and empathy always wins. And, you know, I can't say I'm a therapist or a a professional, but I I care about people's well-being. And I think that, you know, and and essentially, I think you're doing the same with with, with Y Influence. I think that uh, giving the people the opportunity to understand and gain leverage from a community that they didn't have before. I think, uh, you know, by bringing that value, I think that that's the, and it's funny because, you know, when I asked you that question, you the first thing you said was by, by wishing, by, by bringing people or like the strongest people that have a strongest, why was, was through a personal experience. And it technically usually is, you know, when you find leaders that yeah. are, 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 are are powerful, I, I, I personally think it it's because of an experience they go through. You can't fake being real. I always say, and I think that like, uh, you know, when, when, when you, when we met, I think, you know, especially in our, in in our mastermind that we were at, it was so genuine and authentic that I, I think that each and every single one of us, whatever we brought to the table, um, had a, had a, had a unique story. And I think as leaders, we, 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 we shed away sometimes from vulnerability because it's, it's hard, you know, it's hard to come up on a, on a show and say, you know, I used to edit my questions every time I used to, you know, uh, get a, uh, get a recording of someone sending me their, I used to edit my voice. I wasn't comfortable with the way I look. And I think that, that, that shows that, you know, it shows the progress and growth that you're doing. And, and, and and that's where I want to take it a little bit more, more personal with you and, uh, and, 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 and sort of jump into, you know, the relationship, the absolutely wonderful relationship you have with Crystal. And, you know, that's often something, I view as many young uh, entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs in general, young professionals struggle with, you know, maintaining intimate relationships and finding time for advancing in their careers and their businesses. Um, Do you have a particular way of structuring, you know, time setting rules, maintaining flow uh, while building, you know, while staying laser focused. Cause you are someone who's, you know, laser focused in my point of view, start, whether it's starting, why influence, you know, just today you've, you're setting a record, uh, you know, with 40 plus attendees and, 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 and seeing your track record, it's always been like that. And how can you manage that track record with, with having a loving and intimate and healthy relationship?
1: Yeah. uh, Great question. And I think it's just with any relationship, whether you're both very driven or not, I think it's going to take a lot of work and you got to, you know, be on the same page and communicate. And, you know, through this self-development, I'm becoming a better communicator. I'm becoming more willing to be vulnerable (laughs) and stuff. So, you know, I can see that it's trickling down to my personal life by me self-developing in this direction for sure. Um, And that's still, you know, room to grow, of course. But uh, like we... Just try to like like right now, um you know, the past like two weeks, we're like, you know, we both have crazy schedules, but we want to you know make sure we have time to go outside and go enjoy, do some hikes and and spend some time in the area because we're not we're not at home right now, we're staying somewhere else uh for like a a couple weeks. Um so what I did is I just like took a piece of paper, I drew out like a haphazard like two-week schedule, and then I just like put an X like on the times when I had, uh, commitments and then I went to her, like she added her X's on there. Then we were like, okay, let's just block off these days. Like these days, like we're not going to do anything, but then these days we're going to try to like keep completely empty. So like we you know, have to sort of do it on an ongoing basis because she has a crazy schedule too. She's got, you know, if, if she doesn't plan to leave gaps open, like it's very easy for those to fill up. Um, so like you know that's just one recent activity that we did to try to make sure that we spent had the time that we need to like do the things that we want together.
0: Yeah, no, that is important, and and I think that you know staying accountable for the for your relationships and correct me if I'm wrong, it it even m- motivates you and gives you more more energy. It and, and you feel more happy in your professional life, right? You if I don't think I don't think. I, I think everything's a balance, but there is no such a thing as balance, right? Uh, but you have to sort of navigate that in a way that makes it work for you, right? And uh, yeah, I just want to leave the floor open for for you, if you if you have anything, you know, to add to young uh, professionals, you know, our young audience. I think especially during Corona, uh, are m- m- a lot of us are going through times where. You know, there's high level of uncertainty and, and and given your experience in life, if there was one thing you'd like to add um, to our conversation, what would that be?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I mean, life is short. Like the, the I'm sure like the more conversations you have with people and just the more life experience you get in general, you realize how short life is. Mm. Um. So I, I'm very passionate about just making sure that you enjoy life as, as best you can and do the things that you're most passionate about. And with how today's world is, you can pretty much make a living doing pretty much anything if executed right and done for long enough and consistent enough. And if that's true, uh, I believe it's true, but assuming you believe that's true. Yeah, I do. Then, uh, you know, starting that and then continuing that. And if it has to be a side hustle for a while, like treat it like a side hustle for a while, but stick with it. And eventually you can find your way into a path where you can be in that position where you can live life the way you want or do what you're passionate about. Cause at the end of the day, you know, if you're just, you know, doing something you're not passionate about just for the money um, that is one tactic that does work as long as you get that, you know, enough money that you're happy. And then you can have that disconnect where you can then spend the rest of the time doing stuff that you're happy with. Um, But if there's a way you can bridge the gap where, the work that you do is sort of like something that you're passionate about and you're making the difference that you want and you're getting paid to do it, mm-hmm. you know, who, who wouldn't want that. And, and that and that's, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of work and showing up consistently. But, uh, I, I think that that's true for a lot of things in life, you know, including relationships or business or influence.
0: Yeah. Jeremy, I, I just want to say that, you know, having you personally is uh, just knowing knowing you from beforehand is, is, is a pleasure. And, and I think that, you know, um, building influence uh, for a purposeful mission that is your why is, I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't feel any better doing that. seeing your journey and, and, and and talking to other change makers out there. Um, Now I know that you're, you, you are, and correct me if I'm wrong authority con it's something that you you you, you really talk to us a little bit more about about like your your vision for what authority and influence is in the future talk to us a little bit more yeah well that
1: name is it's just one of many names that I've had for what doesn't exist yet but (laughs) uh, I've been wanting to build community of uh, people who want to grow influence or uh, who are growing influence, uh, as well as thought leaders and thought leadership. Because uh, I feel like, you know, for you to make a bigger impact in what you want, uh, if you have a stronger voice, then you can make a bigger impact in what you want. As well as uh, in the future, you know, having those larger communities is, is going to give you more resiliency, uh, both in your career or in business or whatever it is that you're trying to do. Let's um, uh, give you an example of how it might apply to a career situation. Like in the future, like you have to think about, you know, forward thinking, uh, like a, a corporation, let's say there's just a big company like Coke might have like a big diversity and inclusion initiative to like improve that. And if they have two uh, opportunities for two people to hire as leaders in that space, one is like someone who's very experienced, uh, but has no influence or thought leadership really known for anything, but she's probably the best person for the job first someone who's written books and has, uh, you know, is just known as a leader in the space, a company might lean towards that person with a more influence or thought leadership, just because that presence that comes with it, that community that's coming with that person is more than just, you know, fixing the, the issues or, or f- fulfilling the need of the job. So having that community adds resiliency to your career. Um, and that's true for business too, you know, my, my business was, uh, Relatively unaffected by covid because I have two hundred thousand social followers for it, like if I need to sell a car, I just post it on the social media and it gets a bunch of attention like you know like social media adds that resiliency to it
0: yeah no and and that is I think the the key underlining factor behind um what what i say uh or or, or what I loved for us to sort of conclude our our conversation with, which is you know leading with with a, with a strong why and and leading with purpose and and using those social platforms for a strong purpose because we both know you know there's there's always two sides of a coin right there's a negative side and there's a positive side and 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 and, and, and it's obvious that you've used uh, and we both continue to use those platforms in in a positive way so i wanted just to shine a light on 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 on, on how far or to what extent can can could that have as as a pro i mean as a positive aspect towards your career but jeremy I, i'm just going to uh, give you the floor here for for any final remarks cuz i think that um, I, I honestly love the part where, where where you where you spoke about crystal where you, <laughs> uh, when you X'd out when you X those marks, I think that uh, time management for so many people here, you know especially when we have so many things going on in our days and we want to you know post here, be there, you know, get on that call. It's sometimes so hard to be there for the people we love, especially during this time. um so thank you so much for this you know candid piece of advice, and if there are any final marks, please go for it. The floor is yours. Sure.
1: Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, I would say, you know, you, you can oftentimes underestimate the the kind of knowledge that you have. And sometimes when you talk to someone, you might be able to give them something that's you would consider a small give, but to them it could change their world. And it's because you have like your wisdom and knowledge and they have their wisdom and knowledge. So by sharing that, you're able to make an impact on other people. So, i had a guess uh I'll, I'll quote sort of botch his quote but uh devon brown he's a event MC for tony robbins and russell brunson dean graziosi and he, he sort of shared on my podcast that uh like if you have uh if you share something and it's able to make an impact on other people like a positive impact and it's something you're passionate about then you're basically ripping the world off by not going as big as possible because there's people out there who need to hear that message and he- need to hear what you have to say. And if you don't go big enough, that person's not gonna hear it. So he suggested that you are ripping the world off if you're not going as big as possible, so start going bigger. And <laughs> my, I guess my call to action that, to that would be, um, you know, I've, I've got my podcast where I interview influencers. We, we get you know, a lot of knowledge about how they've grown into the person they are today and some tactical knowledge. Uh, but as well as I have my weekly uh meetup, it's a virtual one. And I bring in guest speakers, we do deep dives into uh like you know how to grow influence. Uh and I, I definitely invite you, if if it's something that you find interesting, yeah, to yeah. to to join that. Um and that's just on my website, yinfluence.com, w h y influence.com and there's a community tab and uh host a weekly meetup there and just looking to grow community and surround myself by people who are either influencing or aspiring to be
0: influencers. Thank you, Jeremy. Yeah, I actually signed up today, but I had a two pre-calls and I missed that. But yeah, <laughs> thank you so much. And I, I, I seriously, you know, I, I'm a big fan of what you do. And uh, I'll sure I'll definitely because I know you have a discord channel as well, where it's actually more than just um, uh, like a, a weekly meetup. It's, it's actually like you get to meet and, and, and 24-7 communicate with people of, of very, very, very various backgrounds. So thank you for coming on the show, Jeremy. I really appreciate your time. Uh, I can't wait to see you and Crystal very soon. So <laughs> we'll, we'll stay in touch. And uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thank you.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. It's, it's been awesome being here. You did a great job. <laughs> it's been an honor.
0: Jeremy, thank you so much for your time on Empathy Always Wins first of all it's incredible to see someone's journey from being very jittery and shy and truly unable to sort of maintain a conversation in real time out of out of anxiety to to becoming the person he is today holding and hosting events that's that's a major developmental progress right there and It's incredible to see how someone may be successful as a CFO, but from the communication standpoint, need a little bit of effort and progress. And to be honest, guys, that's us in every aspect of life. So it was a pleasure hosting Jeremy and hearing his story about personal branding, self-development, sharing on social media, the the, the ways of overcoming barriers and just starting your journey, healthy relationships with Crystal and many more great things that we've discussed. And before i leave you guys i really want to share a very candid message it's november 1st 2020 and the new year is coming up and for many people loneliness is is another epidemic or pandemic that we're going through right now because not many people are feeling like they have the capacity to to really maintain healthy relationships because of the high levels of anxiety Uh, the world is, is going through with the uncertainty and the ambiguity we're facing so one call to action that I would love to put out in the world to any listener hearing this before we end our episode is please reach out to someone you really care about perhaps that someone hasn't responded back to your text message perhaps that someone is someone you think about in the back of your mind please reach out with a message just asking them how are you doing and I've been thinking about you You never know how that person could be feeling and how that may change their day. Um, So I hope this could help anybody out there. And I hope you guys have an absolutely gorgeous day. And with that being said, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day or night or car ride if you're listening to us in the car or if you're listening to us while you're on the subway. Thank you for tuning in to this episode and Empathy Always Wins. Please feel free to reach out to me personally on Instagram and I'll see you next episode, guys. Oh, and if you forgot to drop a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, please do. Once again, I know that I sound like such a spammy guy, but this means a lot to us. But don't forget, in life and in business, empathy always wins.